Hi, my name is Matthew Sullivan with Quantum RE. You're listening to the Fearless Investor Podcast with my good friend, Kyle Stanley. Keep listening to learn how to conquer the world of investing. I believe true wealth cannot be measured by your income. It is instead measured by your availability of choices, especially the choice to live life on your terms. I also believe there are many ways to create wealth, but one thing is for certain. You have to have a laser focus on one path. My path, Airbnb, but I also believe in education and expanding your mind. Education helps you take off the blinders of life and see opportunities you never saw before. Join me on this journey of learning how to create wealth in Airbnb, real estate, and so many more investment strategies. Together, we can conquer the world of investing. My name is Kyle Stanley, and this is the Fearless Investor Podcast. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley, and uh, I'm just really excited about this topic today. Uh, home equity agreement slash contract, however you want to call it. If you Google it, home equity contract, uh, there's actually some videos that will pop up that will make this super, super clear. Uh, but I, I feel like just because of the way the conversation went today with Matthew Sullivan, who's the CEO of Quantum RE, um, I want to explain this really quickly before we jump in because Matthew does a really good job of going in and starting to talk about you know the benefits of it but I think it's important for you guys to understand this so essentially what happens is you know if you've got a homeowner that is interested or maybe you are a homeowner and you're saying hey I don't you know I'll, I'll give you a really good example I had a house uh, two years ago that I was living in and I owned it completely outright and I wasn't able to access, any of that income unless I sold the property because I myself, due to taxes and, and what had been reported, um, showed that I wasn't making much money. And so when I went to go do a HELOC thinking that I could do, you know, 50% or more of that equity or a refinance or, you know, 70%, they told me basically, hey, you can get about $25,000 out of this house. And I was like, that doesn't help me at all. If I had access to something like this with a home equity agreement, I would actually be able to get all the access to as much of that money as I want without adding anything to my monthly payments and without adding anything to uh, the loan. So no additional debt. And the way that Matthew is doing this is basically he takes the value of the home, decreases it uh, a little bit, and that is the contract that has come into. So call it a $100,000 home. They say, let's come in at $80,000. That's what we're going to evaluate the home at. And we're going to give you a loan or not a loan, uh, but we're going to invest in it based on the $80,000, not the $100,000. So he's protecting himself by reducing the value of the home right away. And then he gets paid when that person then either sells or refinances the home and uh, they're getting a percentage of the equity on top of their initial investment. So it's a really genius way to help people get access to cash right now in their homes uh, and without having to add on any debt. So I found this to be just a really unique opportunity, something that I hadn't heard of. Maybe you've heard of it, probably haven't heard of it if I haven't heard of it. But if you have, um, this is just a great way for Matthew to explain to you more about it and to show you how eventually, if you are an accredited investor, you can actually invest in his business and the assets that they've been able to accumulate. So without further ado, let's get to it with Matthew Sullivan um, with Quantum RE. Hey, welcome into the Fearless Investor Podcast. You're listening to me, Kyle Stanley, and uh, we have a very uh, fun guest today with Matthew Sullivan. But before we get into that, I've got to ask you guys a question. Can you really make money 
with Airbnb. Uh, a lot of people tell me, hey, it just seems too good to be true. It seems like you got to spend a lot of money on furniture, but I'm here to tell you it is absolutely worth every single penny. And you can learn how to do it too. You can learn just like me how to go from zero to 25 units, zero to $20,000 of net profit every month in under 18 months. That's exactly what I did when I found out that you didn't even have to own a property in order to do Airbnb. And you can learn to master, automate, and scale that business with our Airbnb Quick Start course. All you have to do is go to Fearless kyle.com you can download the course or you can book a call with me if you have any questions about the course you just go to fearlesskyle.com click on the airbnb tab you'll go to the airbnb kickstart mastermind or kickstart course and you can get all the information you need so go let go get it go get started and conquer the world of airbnb but today we're going to conquer the world of real estate investing in a, in a brand new thing that i've honestly never heard of and i cannot wait for our audience to learn more about this but first of all Matthew Sullivan, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, thank you for having me on. Awesome. Coming in from Salt Lake City, but as you can hear with that accent, uh, originally from, yes. <laughs> from England, right? Originally from uh, Louisiana, yes. Right, <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, gosh, well, Matthew, hey, I'm, I'm sure you've got a, a good story for us. Let's get started with what's your most interesting real estate investing story? Well, I, I, when, when you mentioned this, I was racking my brains and, and I started smiling because the first real estate deal I ever did, and I'm not sure if this counts, was when I bought my first house when I was a, just after I'd finished college or finished university. Um, and it doubled in a year. Nice. So I bought it and sold it a year later. And I just thought, this has got to be the easiest way to make money in the world. Every deal from, from here onwards has to be like this. So you just put some money down, you buy a house and you wait a year and then it, then it doubles. <laughs> right. And over the last 30 something years, I figured out that never have I ever been able to replicate the performance of my first real estate transaction. So, so the, the smile really that, that, that uh, um, the reason I was smiling was, is that it, it is that thing, you know, how hard can it be when in fact right. it is, you know, hey, it is actually quite hard. But you know what? If your best deal is the very first one, that probably motivated you to uh, to go well, do it's, more. It's, it's, the trouble is, it's the, it's the sort of Boris Becker syndrome, isn't it? Or the, you know, in other words, you you peak when you're 18. And, <laughs> right. and then, I mean, with all, I mean, obviously, he's a far better tennis player than uh, than I think I probably will be. Um, but it's that um, it's that fear, isn't it? My God, you know, if that's the if my if that's the best deal I can ever do. But thankfully, um, you know, other deals have come along proven that theory. Uh, Correct. That's that's great. And so um, before we get into home equity agreements, because that's what we're talking about today, that was a brand new term for me. Before I even you know started talking to you, I was Googling and looking up stuff and it was super unique to me. I, but before we get into that and, and showing people how they can use that as a strategy, um, bring us back. You said you've been doing this for over 30 years. Um, what what got you into real estate? Was it that first uh, sale of, of the first home that you ever bought or was it something else? Well, I funny enough, um, I, I took a bit of a sabbatical from real estate, um, about a about a 23 year sabbatical. Oh, wow. And okay. um, so I uh, my background is really entrepreneurial. So um, I started off um, as a stockbroker, spent um, a few years um, breaking the Far East markets um, in the late 80s. That's Hong Kong, Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand, all these really interesting places. Um, set up a small corporate finance boutique, ended up working with Richard Branson for five years um, with his uh, corporate finance team in 
um, in um, Holland Park in, uh, in London. Um, and then in the sort of uh, late 90s, really spun off on my own and began um, a, a sort of an entrepreneurial pathway um, where I was focused very much on finance, um, technology. Um, we had a, a company that I set up just as the internet was you know, beginning to take off, which was in the uh, you know, early 2000s. So my, the last sort of 20 something years has been um, you know, very much dealing with uh, you know, you know, telecoms, finance and technology, but I'd always wanted to get back into real estate. Um, and when I moved to the US about seven years ago, I promised myself that I would do nothing other than find out <clears throat> how US real estate works and I would throw myself in, you know, feet first or head first rather. Um, and I started off in the, uh, over here with a real estate crowdfunding company. And um, so I was one of the first um, sort of you know, companies to, um, you know, set up a real estate crowdfunding company hot on the uh, heels of the uh, Jobs Act when you were able to um, solicit, uh, you know, online investments. Um, and really, that's, that was the beginning. So I met some great real estate partners who I'm still working closely with today. We've moved on from um, you know, the crowdfunding side to we've set up funds. Um, and um, I came across this really interesting asset class um, in the very early days. And, and it, 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 you know, I became obsessed by it pretty much from day one. But it, it took, a, took a couple of years to be able to put some form around it. Okay, great. So before we get into that, I... I'm sure everyone heard the name Richard Branson is wondering, did you actually work with him or was it just with his team? No, no, very closely with him because, wow. um, see what happened, the reason um, that we ended up working with him is because um, as part of our small boutique corporate finance company, um, we acquired a majority interest in a hot air balloon company called Lindstrand Balloons. And we wrote to Richard, who, whose office was just up the road from, our, road from ours, and we said, dear Richard, um, the, you know, going around the world in a hot air balloon is the, is the last great challenge. You know, we've designed this balloon which will go around the world, um, and we would love you to be one of the pilots. And he wrote back to my boss, Rory, uh, and said, dear Rory, why not? So we ended up designing wow. and building the balloon which was um, the Virgin Global Challenger, which was designed to fly him around the world. You know, it almost made it. <laughs> I think uh, going back, there are a few, um, um, you, know, uh, you know, difficulties that we haven't encountered, but, but we, came, we became very close friends with him. So we worked closely with him and his corporate finance team, who are incredibly, you know, clever, talented individuals. Um, we got involved with um, V2 Music, Virgin Cosmetics, Virgin Clothing. Um, and yeah, so I was in and out of his office wow. like a, a deer caught in the headlights pretty much, you know, every day of the week. Okay, well, so what's, what's one thing maybe about Richard Branson that most people don't know that you now know that, that is, uh, would be interesting for people to, to know? Um, I think there's a lot of uh, assumption about about Richard and um, my enduring memory though is of this intense wave of positivity. And I don't mean that in a sort of, a, 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 you know, corny way, but there is, was this real can-do attitude mm. um, that wasn't manufactured. It really was right. this desire to do things tempered with 
intelligence and analysis and um, you know real hard work so none of it was luck all of it was hard work but there was this real um, ability to see way beyond what, what any of us would normally sort of contemplate um, and I think that was the magic that, that really was something very special about him and I, I did bump into him a few years later um, and you know I think we're all a little bit older but nothing really changed that still desire and, and ability to see way beyond everyone else's horizon. That's great. So you worked with them for a while. Did any of that rub off on you? <laughs> well, I've got a goatee beard, just like <laughs> him. So, you know, and, and when people mention that, I, I say that he actually stole my look. But no, You're right. um, I, I, I think it did. I really do wish that I could go back um, knowing now, you know, you know, go back then with, because I think the opportunities there and the ability to, to do things would be so much greater. But, um, and I think, yes, I mean, the, the, the concept of um, if you believe in something, you really can make it happen. Um, and, you know, his success, and it, it really is all about determination and perspiration and perseverance. Um, you know, there, there was, maybe a sprinkling of luck in there, but you know, it was just a tiny factor compared to everything else. Um, and, and just really the people that I worked with, um, just incredibly smart, clever, um, you know, driven people who were highly professional. So um, hopefully some of that rubbed off of me. <laughs> there you go, that's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's such a, had to be such a cool time in your life and uh, obviously some great memories there. So fast forwarding again, you, know, you, you mentioned that you got into crowdfunding, and then came across um, what we're going to talk about now, which is home equity agreements. Talk to us about that. How did you come across it? What was so interesting for you about it? And, and of course, you know, what, what is it? What, give, give the audience a little bit of information about it for sure. Well, so, so when I'm at the beginning of the, uh, the process, so I'm setting up this crowdfunding company, we're looking for the types of assets we're going to offer. So, you know, I partnered with a, uh, an organization that had a number of, uh, loans that were made to um, small properties on a commercial basis. Um, so as part of that process, whether it, I think it was at a crowdfunding conference or um, one of those you know, types of meetings, I came across this concept of being able to buy into the equity of a home that was owned by the owner occupier. And it was a structure that was still in the very early stages and it wasn't perfect, but this whole concept of being able to tap into um, or effectively being able to partner with an owner without taking away any of the ownership, mm. um, without imposing burdens on them, without doing things that they wouldn't want you to do. Yet at the same time, being able to benefit from things like the house price appreciation. Because one thing I figured out pretty quickly was scalability for crowdfunding was very challenging. Every deal um, had its own, um, you know, sort of peccadilloes, as it were, its own, um, uh, you know, sort of specific requirements, its own, um, you had to treat each deal differently. So being able to invest with a common instrument across a very large pool of potential investments was much more attractive because there's, there's over $15 trillion worth of equity in single family homes in the US. I mean, it's an enormous untapped market. So um, I, I just became really, really interested in how this would work. Um, 
it was still in the early stages. So as I said, the contracts were not optimal because they were either tenancy in common contracts that meant that you would trigger all sorts of, you know, due on sale clauses with mortgages and revaluations of property taxes. Um, but then, um, you know, we came across a group um, and a structure that enabled us, it's like an option agreement that enabled us to tap into the potential increase in value of the property, but without all of the issues associated with changing ownership or adding owners to the, uh, to the title. Um, and that three and a half, four years ago, really spurred me to build Quantum um, because, you know, one of, this is going to be a very long answer, sorry. No, <laughs> one, you're good. One, yeah. of the, one of the biggest challenges to this asset class is it doesn't generate cash. It's not a, there's no yield. And potentially it's, it's got a very long, you've got to wait a very long time before you can get liquidity. Um, because, you know, if the homeowner decides that they want to stay in their home for 30 years, you're, you're kind of sitting there twiddling your thumbs for three decades waiting for your investment to pay off. So what we've built um, at Quantum is a platform not only that enables homeowners to unlock their equity, but we're building a secondary marketplace so that investors can buy and sell the home, you know, fractionalized home equity agreements. So, you know, the thing that the light bulb moment for me was if we can create liquidity, then we can make home equity accessible, investable and tradable. And you solve that problem of no cash pay, you solve the problem of um, having to wait 30 years because you can trade some or all of your investment. Um, and so that was the, the, the really exciting part of what we're doing. It's not just unlocking equity for homeowners, which mm -hmm. in itself is a massive um, solution to a very, very big problem. Um, but it's the ability to create a new asset class and make it accessible and tradable and make you know, trading home equity, something very similar to trading stocks. Awesome. Okay. So let's break this down. So let, let's start, first of all, from the homeowner's perspective, they have options like refinances, they have options like HELOCs, but now they have this option of a home equity agreement. What is the difference for a homeowner if they're going to go this route versus a refinance or a HELOC? Well, let's talk about it in terms of commercial transactions. So in a, real, in a commercial real estate transaction, you've got a number of different ways of raising capital. They're either debt-based or they're equity-based. So in a debt-based capital raise, you've got senior debt, junior debt, mezzanine, all sorts of different types of debt. You also have in equity investors. So you have investors that don't lend you money. They buy into some of the project. They get their returns when the project is sold or if somebody buys out their interest. Right. So what we're doing is we're taking that same mechanism and applying it to residential real estate. So at the moment, as a homeowner, you can only access your equity by borrowing money. So the only option to you is, the, is one part of that, which is the debt side. So debt includes things like a mortgage or a home equity line of credit or a reverse mortgage or some type of secured loan. What we're doing is we're saying, we're not gonna lend you money, we're going to invest in the possible appreciation of your home. Mm. So in exchange for us giving you a lump sum, you will give us the right to participate in some of the potential appreciation. So when you sell your home 
or buy back the agreement, we make our return by taking a share of some of the amount of the, that the uh, property has gone up in value. That's great. And so just so people can, let, let's put some numbers to it. You know, I, I got the chance to see a great video that really broke this down. Can we, can we use a, a, an example like that? If yes. I'm the homeowner, homeowner and you're the investor and my home is, let's just call it worth a million dollars if it was appraised today, then how would you approach that as the investor? Uh, well, we have a number of different options to the homeowner. So I'll give you a 10-year agreement um, example because that's actually probably the easiest to um, to, to describe. So we're effectively buying a share of the appreciation at a discount. So for every uh, 10% that we invest, and that's 10% of the current value of your home, okay. when you sell your home, you give us 16%. Okay. So we're effectively buying 16% of the future value of the home today in exchange for a discounted price, which is 10%. Okay. We're not buying the asset. We're not buying your home. We're not buying any of your, uh, there's no ownership there. Right. It's just the right to the appreciation. You're investing in it. Exactly. So but what we're not doing is we're not going on. To, one of the big questions we get is, you know, are we now going to come and you know, try and live in your spare room? And the answer is <laughs> no, because we don't own any of your property, but it does go on title. It's a bit like a, a, a promissory note or a trust okay. deed. It has similar sort of language. Um, it just means that when you sell your property, part of the sales proceeds go to us. But it's very easy to calculate because, um, you know, in your example, if we unlock, um, you know, if you've got a, a million dollar home and we unlock $100,000, which is 10%, when you sell your home, you would give us 16% of the value of your home. Got it. Uh, now, that means over, say, if your house goes up to, say, 1.1 million in five years, then we would get about $170,000, something like that. Now, the longer you keep it, the lower it costs in terms of, you know, um, the, you know the equivalent sort of percentage rate. Mm -hmm. um, what we also do is we cap the maximum return we can make. So if you pay it off in the first few months, for example, then you don't pay the full 16%, you would only pay something like 12%. Okay. So in other words, there's a, a there's a cap. Now, hopefully that's not too confusing, but it's really just a trade. It's money today in exchange for um, some of the future value of your home at a discount. Yeah. And what's what's important for people to know here is that you're not charging them a monthly rate. That 16% is not a monthly payment. That's a one lump sum payment on the exit, whether that's a refinance or a sale. Correct? Yes. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of this. And, and people say, well, hang on, this is free money. You're not charging us interest. It's not because what we're doing is we're getting our rewards at the end of right. the transaction. So, and because it's not a loan, we can't charge you interest or monthly payments because it just isn't a loan. Um, and so, you know, because it's not a loan, there is no um, ability for us to charge interest. Mm -hmm. So it's really a gamble because if your property goes down in value, then we could end up possibly making a loss. So if there's a significant fall in value of properties, um, then you know we, we we might end up, you know, uh, you might end up giving us back in full settlement less than we actually gave you. Yeah. So let's talk about that for a second. As being the investor, how are you protected? Because the things that come up to in my mind are, you know, if it's up to the owner of the home when they're going to sell or refinance. Um, 
then, you know, what if, what if they don't care about a loss and then you end up losing? What if, you know, what if it goes through probate? What if it goes through foreclosure? What if it goes through any of those? How are, um, are those just immediate risks that you're taking or are you protected in any way from those? Well, they're all risks. So, um, and they're all slightly different. So we try and uh, protect the investors in slightly different ways. So first of all, um, there is a fairly um, um, sort of big discount involved from the outset. So your property would need to fall by over 30% in value for us or for the investor to begin to run the risk of a loss. So there's that embedded upside. The second thing is um, we always make sure that the homeowner has a minimum of around 20% equity after the transaction. So in other words, we're not doing what some of the lenders did a few years ago where the homeowner has zero equity, right. and therefore zero incentive. So even though um, you've received a cash lump sum, you are still very much uh, an owner of the property. You have control of the property. Um, it still feels like your home. And so there is not an incentive for you just to hand the keys back. In fact, quite the opposite. The other important thing is when we provide you as a homeowner with capital, we're not increasing your borrowings. We're providing you with a cash lump sum that is likely to put you in a much better financial position than you were beforehand. So unlike a loan where you get cash, but suddenly your monthly payments have gone up, mm -hmm. this is very different because you've got cash with no monthly payments. So you can actually start paying off some of your possibly expensive credit card debt or other loans. You could pay off a HELOC or a second position mortgage. So you can find yourself in a position where you are, from a cash flow perspective, in a much better position. So all of these things are actually quite important because what we don't want to do is have a property that is sold without the control of the homeowner. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned foreclosure sales. If the homeowner stops paying their mortgage, we can step in and start picking up the mortgage payments and we, we'll just add that to the bill at the end, but it means that we can protect our investment and we can have an orderly exit. So rather than there having to be a foreclosure sale, which means there's going to be a big discount, you know, we can work with the homeowner. Okay. Um, so there, there are a number of ways, but you, you know, there are risks involved, but in each, you know, each risk we can deal with separately. Um, and, you know, the most important thing is, because it's a good deal for the homeowner, it puts them in a much stronger position than they were before. Mm. You know, that's really important because we can then work with the homeowner on the long term to, you know, to our mutual benefit. Yeah, no, this is super interesting. So if, if you could kind of identify what, what are most of these, um, you know, to use the word avatar, what's, what's like the avatar, the, the typical homeowner that's going to take advantage of something like this rather than a HELOC or a refinance? Uh, well, really, um, it's difficult to answer, actually, because there's no one specific group, because we do deal with a number of different people. Um, so the people that we deal with uh, fall into you know, three, three groups. The first group are people that cannot borrow money. So people that have equity, but because their financial position has changed, they might have lost their job, their credit score might have deteriorated for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. They find themselves in a position where they cannot borrow money. So we're a great solution for those people. We get them back on their feet. We give them cash. We get, you know, they can then get current with their uh, obligations, their mortgage payments, and that makes them comfortable. So the, the middle group are really people that are not in, a, in that position. They can borrow money, 
um, but maybe they just don't want to. And these typically are retirees um, or people that just do not like the idea of having to increase the debt on their property. Many of those people are people that have paid off their home in full. So those are the people that can borrow money, but maybe they're not going to get the rate they want, or maybe um, they just simply do not want to go back into debt. So this is a great way of unlocking equity to give them the cash they need. It's very different to a reverse mortgage because the amount of equity that we get is, is, is a, there is a maximum. We cannot eat into their existing equity. So unlike a reverse mortgage that can chip away year mm -hmm. after year at the value of the home, the amount that we can get back is, is very much um, you know, limited. Okay. The third, the third group of people that are um, you know, investors or people that want to diversify out of their home equity. So these are people that realize that the bulk of their wealth is trapped in a single concentrated, non-financial, non-cash flowing asset. And, and conversely, the more they pay off, the less it performs because you, re you reduce the leverage and then, you know, if you have no leverage in your home, then your home is only going to appreciate maybe three or four percent a year. So what those people do is they take cash out of their home and they then invest it into other instruments that generate cash or have a, a higher uh, potential for return. So th those are the three main buckets. Most of our business at the moment is working with people who are house rich, cash poor, um, and need the money because they don't have a viable option with, with lenders. So that's, so the, the, at the moment, the balance is very much, um, you know, working together with people that need the cash, you know, right now. House rich, cash poor. That's, that is a yes. new one because I've, I've always heard cash rich, asset poor, uh, but I have not heard house rich, cash poor. That, that is a, that's a good way of putting it. And, and it is, that, that is it. And there are, over 16 million homes where the homeowners have 50% or more equity. Mm. So, you know, and there's trillions of, you know, it's a very, it's a huge asset class, but it's also, you know, quite a big problem because if you are, you know, sitting on wealth that's trapped in your, uh, you know, in your home and you can't borrow money, then, you know, that, that's, that's not a great place to be. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's it's like having this sort of carrot dangled in front of right. you, but you can't actually, you know, you can't uh, you can't access it. So. Yeah. So really quickly, and then I want to move on to your investors that are a part of this as well. Um, how are you finding these people? We have a number of strategies. So we have a direct to consumer strategy, and we have a channel partnership strategy. So uh, it, you know, we advertise quite extensively through social media. You know, the message is. Um, you know, is your home a frozen asset? Are you house rich, cash poor? Do you want to unlock some of your equity without taking on debt? Um, and so um, th those are very interesting. It's funny because, you know, like you said, most people haven't heard of this. So there is this sort of natural skepticism. Sure. Um, you know, it's too good to be true. It's, but once people begin to understand that there is another way of accessing their wealth, um, then, you, you know, it, the, the conversation stops being, why would I do this? And ends up, well, why wouldn't I do this? Um, we also work with channel partners. So um, we work with investment advisors, uh, attorneys, um, realtors, um, you know, uh, solar energy companies, people that have customers that either want to unlock some of their equity or you know, to buy something or, or just to invest. 
Perfect. That's, that's great. Okay. So, you know, we, we talked about the customer side of this, uh, this business with quantum RE, but it sounds like with crowdfunding is where you're getting the income to be able to offer this to the customer. Am I evaluating that correctly? Well, we, what we do is we have um, our own capital sources. So um, we've got, you know, institutional investors at the moment who provide us with capital and we then go and originate deals for those people. What we're doing though, is we are over the next few months, we're gonna open this up to a much wider investor audience. So that means that um, soon accredited investors will be able to buy into a fund that invests in these home equity agreements. Most importantly though, hopefully by the end of this year, you will be able to go to our website, see a map with all these different homes and home equity agreements and buy fractions of those home equity agreements mm. and build your own portfolio. So in, in, in the same way that you can look at a, a list of stocks and shares that you want and buy a few here and a, a few there, you can build a diversified real estate portfolio of residential homes um, using our mechanism. Uh, and also we've built it so that you will be able to trade them. So not only will you be able to buy and hold, you'll also be able to sell your interests back into the marketplace. So we're creating a, a true uh, marketplace where you can buy and sell the equity in single family homes. So in simple, you are purchasing equity from homeowners and then you're able to offer the purchase of equity in your assets or business to investors yeah exactly we're buying we're buying it we're, we're creating an instrument that gives us the economic rights to the returns that the equity gives so the most important thing is we're not we're not buying the share of the of the home or of the ownership we're just buying uh, and, and we're trading the the return so we're trading the upside or the potential yeah. upside that the home delivers so that means as we're not an owner guess what? We don't have to fix the roof. We don't have to pay the taxes. We don't pay the mortgage. We don't cut the grass. That's the owner's job. They're our partners. But if the property goes up, then, you know, we still are entitled to a piece of that because we've given the homeowner a large lump of cash, which, you know, they can spend on whatever they want. This is so cool. If, if I was texting with you, it would be the mind blown emoji. Right now, so. <laughs> well, that's, that's a good and a bad thing. So hopefully so we're, we're just, we're rebuilding all of our sort of website and process because having spoken about this for years now, we're thinking, well, actually we've got to keep the message pretty simple because we need to avoid, avoid the sort of, you know, mind explosion thing because that's uh, um, we want people to go, ah, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's the challenge really. That's, that's awesome. Okay. So right now, as you guys are developing this, how can, um, if there's accredited investors or people that want to connect with you, where should they go? Well, just take a look at the website. It's been up and running for a few years. We are actively originating deals. Um, it's quantum RE, Q-U-A-N-T-M-R-E. Um, I think there's, the name is above my head. I think for those yeah. of you watching <laughs> watching in black and white. Um, and um, uh, we have some resources there. We have a downloadable free guide. Um, email address is info quantumari. So, you know, and there are humans behind the website too. So there are people that will answer your questions um, and speak to you and uh, um, you know, interact with you in the old fashioned way. So, you know, everything really is, um, is there. That's perfect. So it's quantumre.com? Correct. Okay, perfect. Um, so, Mr. Sullivan, I mean, any last <laughs> words that we, is there anything that we did not talk about that people need to know about? 
No, it's very straightforward. It's really just once people um, are able to disengage with their um, their fear that, that, that you know their equity must be untouched and left alone and you know held in perpetuity. Once people uh, begin to explore what they can do with their equity, then they become very excited about what we're doing. And and that's the biggest challenge for us is trying to you know unwrap decades and decades of of um, learning about you know equity must, must not be touched you know um it's it's the opposite you know it's your wealth it's your asset you know here's a way of using it and giving you um you know you know equity freedom which is yeah well and and given the right education the right strategies money that you can control can grow a lot faster than money that's sitting there in a home absolutely and that's yeah. that's that's it in a nutshell Awesome. All right, Matthew Sullivan with Quantum RE, thank you for being on the show today and helping our audience to conquer the world of investing. Thank you. It's been great fun. Thanks for having me on there. Show notes for this one are going to be fearlesskyle.com forward slash quantum RE, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M-R-E. And yeah, I mean, I hope that clicks for you. I hope it, it really is clicking for me. This is something that I think, you know, if you're listening on the podcast, maybe you see more visuals. Um, I would encourage you to Google um, and just there's there's a great video. If you literally just Google um, home equity contract, the first video that pops up on Google videos is a nice breakdown that shows you exactly how this is working. But um, if you're an accredited investor, if you're someone that wants to even learn more about these home equity contracts and agreements, I would really suggest reaching out uh, to Matthew and getting right there on the website, quantumre.com. So I hope this helped you to be able to conquer the world of investing today, a new strategy, trying to keep it simple all the time, give you options, but at the same time, expand your knowledge of both real estate and Airbnb. That's what we're all about here. Join us next time on the Fearless Investor Podcast.